words are about to be spoken here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, presented to you exclusively by Podcasting and at FreeShows.com. I, of course, am John Alba, joined as I am every single week by the broken one, the woken one, the spoken one himself, live from Toronto, Canada. Mr. Matt Hardy, you're international this week, pal. How's it going? Uh, can you believe it, eh? I uh, am in the Great White North, the lovely Toronto. It's so nice to be back in Canada. It's been... I don't know, probably four years since I've been here. It has been a while. What a great city Toronto is, isn't it? It's one of my yeah. favorites. Yeah, it is. It's a it's an outstanding city. I played. This is this is a cool story. So I you know I played in bands for years, and we there's a very famous club in Toronto called El Macombo. Uh, mm-hmm. The Rolling Stones have played there. U 2s played there. I think Pearl Jam's played there. Really, really, really famous venue. And it's a small, like 500 person club. Okay. Uh, my band was supposed to play on the final show at it because it was closing down because oh, wow. they couldn't find new owners. So we're the opening act. We crush it. It's great. And I see this very, uh, probably, he's probably like 45 years old at the time, uh, very affluent man, very <laughs> wasted, very wasted. But he enjoyed our set, came up, like, yeah, you guys fucking killed it. It's awesome. Great. Cool. Uh, throughout the night, we notice he's progressively getting more and more and more wasted. Uh, just, I mean, sloppy. And at the end of the night, he grabs the microphone. He's like, Elma Combo's not going anywhere. I just bought this fucking place. And we're like, oh, wow. Someone just dropped several million dollars on a club casually. Turns out this guy was one of the dragons on the Canadian equivalent of Shark Tank, which is called Dragon's Den. Okay. We, di- we didn't know that because we don't live in Canada. And, and this guy is basically he's got like Mark Cuban's net worth. And he was just like dabbing us up after the show. Dropped like $4 million on the spot to save that club. Wow. How crazy is that? It's All fucking right. wild. So, so it, it's still around today? To my knowledge, it is still around today. I could be wrong. Someone can correct me. But it's like one of those iconic uh, Toronto venues. And uh, what a great city. So many fond memories there. It, it, but... it's, it sounds a lot like the whiskey out in L.A. It, it sounds yes. Like of that, yeah. Very much so. Very much so. Like that. I, I love that city. I got to get back there. So I'm, I'm jealous. I'm living vicariously through you that AEW's up there. How cool is that for you guys to be up there? Finally, AEW's coming to Canada here. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> the first two Canadian shows will happen tonight and tomorrow, which will be Wednesday and Thursday. You'll see those live tonight uh, on Wednesday. And then Friday, we'll see Rampage as well. We'll do that on Thursday. But it, it's, it's super cool that not only are we in Canada, it's our first Canadian show. It's also our first international show, which I think that's a big deal. You know, it just shows the growth of AEW. And I was asked to do part of a video package uh, about coming to Canada. And, and think about it, you know, almost two and a half years ago is when I debuted here and it was the first ever empty arena pandemic era show, you know, and to come as far as we have now we're back wrestling in front of crowds in the States. And now we're going internationally. Uh, now we're going international. So it's, it's a very, very cool thing. You have a favorite Canadian wrestling memory? Oh, man. Um, what, one of my favorite Canadian wrestling memories is being right right outside of the crowd when the, uh, the Rock Hogan match went down. Just mm. the energy in that, in that match was insane and, and, and so crazy. And it was unbelievable. It was so great to see that, that moment between those two guys. And, and the energy was just – you could taste it. It, it, was, it was so thick. It was, it was unreal. They could have had a pillow fight and the crowd would have eaten it up. <laughs> right. It, it was one of the most surreal – memories of my lifetime as a wrestling fan so i can't even imagine being there and seeing that in person a truly icon versus icon 
Yes. And and that is an all timer. And I'm so happy that you shared that memory because this episode is going to be full of memories. We are celebrating 30 years of Matt Hardy in professional wrestling. October 15th, 1992, Matt Hardy made his professional wrestling debut. In this episode, we're going to take a walk down memory lane, talk about some of your favorite moments, favorite memories, and we got a big surprise for you on this episode. But, uh, man, how you feeling today? 48 years young. You had a hellacious travel day getting up there. You okay? Doing all right? Yeah, doing all right. I got some sleep, and uh, I was allowed to record this a little later, so that made it all right. I got my workout in. I got my AG1s in, so I am good to go. I like the sound of that. Uh, before we get into our walk down memory lane, there are a couple things I would love to pick that fantastic mind of Matt Hardy that we hear so much about, uh, and the first being the debut, or re-debut, uh-huh. I should say, uh-huh. of Bray Wyatt, the White Rabbit, in WWE, a good friend of yours, one of your favorite yes. feuds, and one of my favorite episodes of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, available in the archives, ExtremeHardy.com. Bray Wyatt's back. I was there in the arena. It was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in person. What did you think of the return of Bray? Uh, first and foremost, uh, I'm so happy for him. Because uh, he loves wrestling, but it was one of those things towards the end. It, it he, he was burnt out in, in, in many ways, and he was very frustrated with a lot of Vince's decisions, I think. And uh, to see him back and doing what he does best and, and doing it passionately, I love it. And I thought the the reintroduction was so amazing. I love how you have all these characters from the uh, you know Firefly Funhouse, and that now they're they're real. They're in real life, and they show up in different parts of the arena. It was just done in such a such a, a cinematic, such a theatrical way. I, I love the presentation. Uh, I love the reaction it got. And the fact that he came out with the lantern, uh, a, a nice callback to old school Bray, and then and blew it out. Uh, I love that. I love that so much. And the concept on the Wyatt Six, they were like these six individuals that are kind of like all within his mind, but they are all somehow real now. I, I, I like the possibilities behind this. There's a lot of opportunities to expand on this. It was a mega star reaction Matt. yes and my I mean, you, one you were alive, so i'm sure you felt it incredible incredible I, i've covered march madness i've covered the nba playoffs i've never seen a live reaction like that for anything in person and i mean and that was philadelphia which you've said is one of the yeah. tougher crowds yes. to get a reaction from but it speaks to his lore and his ambiance that people feel with Bray Wyatt. We always talk about pro wrestling so great when you feel with a character's pursuit, you feel with their journey, and I think a lot of people do feel with Bray. My one worry is, so many times Bray Wyatt has had these great reinventions, and the longevity in the character, for whatever reason, hasn't been there. A lot of the times I think we can both agree, booking has been the primary part of it. But I feel like you got one more shot here with Bray, because there's only so many times you can reinvent that wheel. And it's no fault of his own necessarily. But do you feel like this is their time where they have to harness that and knock it out of the park? I, I definitely think they have to capitalize on, yeah. you know, it, once again, it was Philadelphia and Philadelphia fans. They, they won't come for you. They won't get loud unless you're giving them some shit that they want and that they like. You know, they're very passionate in, in, in the way they react to things. And their reaction was off the uh, off the charts. So that really speaks volumes about how much wrestling fans in general care about Bray in this return. So, yeah, I think they have to capitalize on it and they have to make the most of it. And they have to really be smart with how they progress forward. With him. 
He's such, such a unique character too. He and, is. And just there, there's so many little idiosyncrasies about everything he does. So you really have to the devil, you know, the devil's in the details. You really have to pay attention to the details. Bray's good at doing that, but hopefully with Triple H uh, behind the helm now, he's gonna he's gonna stay on top of it too. Well, the viral marketing that went into this was yes. tremendous. QR codes leading to viral videos and right. little flashes on TV. That's the kind of shit we need more of in pro wrestling. I mean, dude, I, I love that shit. I'm all mm -hmm. about doing that. I, I love to tell stories where, you know, the fans have to work to kind of figure it out a little bit. But whenever they figure it out, they get they get a payoff. I think that's uh, something that fans nowadays, especially current fans that are, are smarter and they know more about the business than they ever have before. I think they appreciate that greatly. Well, what do we always talk about? You reward the fans for paying attention. And when you reward them for paying attention, you build goodwill. And right now, I think WWE has as much goodwill with its fans as it's had in 15 plus years, quite frankly. Agreed. So now you have to follow up on that and prove right. to them, hey, we're going to send you home happy every single week uh, when you come to our shows. And then two of the biggest House Hardy fans in the world also showed up. Doc mm -hmm. Gallows and Carl Anderson I, there, there's a lot of Hardy Marks out there, and those two are among the biggest of them. Uh, what do you think of them popping back up? Uh, once again, very, very happy for my friends. And uh, it's so funny. The tribalism is just off the charts. You know, it's unreal, you know, whenever you're on social media. Once again, a post for Bray, super happy for him. I think I just put always whenever we hugged at WrestleMania 35 or 34 34 and, uh, yeah the WrestleMania 34 and then also uh i posted me and the good brothers because i was just happy to see those guys back you know they they really get fucked you know in their wwe deal and they got fucked around so much because they had you know agreed to work with aw and then hunter underneath vince was offering them more money more money more money more money was trying to keep them and then once they got to a certain amount they're like guys we can't turn down you know we, we can't turn down this much money we have to do it and then once they re-signed uh a couple months later they were cut you know whenever the pandemic started which they, they just got fucked and that's just that's how, how vince was you know vince is a businessman through and through you know he's not necessarily looking at people as like oh these are human beings that have family he goes, oh these are cogs in my machine and currently i don't need them now especially for this high price tag so i'm so glad they are getting another opportunity to go back and you know they, they worked with aw for quite a while i loved having them around they were dressed in the same locker room with you know myself and the bucks and kenny and they're just hilarious just fun to be around guys guys who love life and then uh, they, they went to Impact and they busted their ass and they got themselves back over again. And then once again, come back up to WWE to get that big column tracked, which is uh, which is great to see. I feel like that might be a T-shirt in and of itself. They just got fucked. That feels like that's pro wrestling in a nutshell. They just got fucked. Uh, if you want to get your Extreme Life of Matt Hardy T-shirts, you go on over to boxagimmicks.com. You get your five single five single five star T-shirt. You get your Let It Play Out T-shirt. You get all the great ones, and uh, this this was a really fun past week that I had preparing for this episode and reminiscing because we got so much great <coughs> feedback, really great feedback from our episode last week about your battles with addiction in 2010, 2011. You did an awesome radio hit with Busted Open, so thank you to thank you. Dave LaGreca and Bully Ray for having uh, Matt as part of that and promoting the extreme life of Matt Hardy. What was some of the feedback you got from our episode last week? It, it was really good. I, I would say the most overwhelming feedback that I got was just a lot of people say, like, uh, thank you for sharing your story and being very honest and transparent and 
they can relate to it because there's a lot of people that have been through those times that have been down, you know, have been down in those valleys and have had to work hard to like pick themselves back up, dust themselves off and keep moving forward with your chin up. And that's kind of what that story was all about, you know, in, in many ways. And, and I know recently, as I've said a couple of times, the whole pandemic era was so hard on so many people because we lost kind of like is what our primal connection is. Human interaction is like, you know, that, that that's true primal instinct, I think. I mean, people need to be around other people. They need to converse. They need to be able to communicate and, and they need to be able to interact. And, and a lot of that was taken away because of the whole pandemic. Whenever there were lockdowns and, and people were just singled out and people were stuck at home and no one knew what the future was going to be. So there were a lot of mental health issues. There were a lot of addiction issues. I'm sure people were just sitting at home, just trying to try, trying to drink things away, whatever it may be. But I, I know there were a lot of people that reached out to me and they said, thanks for sharing that story. That motivates me to continue to do better and, and try and stay in the you know straight and narrow. Just appreciate your perspective on it where there's a lot of people who would, shy away from discussing those really rough periods of their mm-hmm. lives but and i'm sure it was probably painful to a degree to relive some of that but you know that by doing so you're letting others know hey you're not alone if you're struggling with something like this you can get through something like that i got so many dms i sent you a few right. of them mm-hmm. that were just like you don't even know how meaningful matt talking about that is and if there's one thing that i've taken a lot of pride in matt over these 41 episodes now of the extreme life of matt hardy it's that i've never felt like you or i but especially you have ever bullshitted our audience we're always going to be very straightforward and real with you and we're not going to lie to you yeah very much Uh, i mean when when you're on here you get the genuine realist version of matt hardy that you're going to get you just get what the man that is the human being behind the character Matt Hardy has been over 30 years in pro wrestling. And and you get me and you get my perspective and I'm here to do the extreme life of Matt Hardy, to share all my secrets and also share all my viewpoints. And, you know, you were talking about it being painful and and it is, it's challenging sometimes to go into deep conversations and talk about, you know, your, your flaws and your fuck ups, but, but also it's very cathartic too to revisit it and then, and realize how far you've come. Sometimes it's important to do that to yourself. Uh, you, you have to like remind yourself of how far you've come in life and in this journey. And that's kind of a, a motivating factor to, to continue to keep moving forward. I think that's one thing I always say to people like that go through struggles or tough times or challenging times, whatever the scenario may be. I mean, ultimately you have to end up picking your chin up and you have to keep moving forward always in life. That's what life's about. Keep your chin up and keep moving forward. And if you're just one of those people that like to tag Matt in the ha ha, LOL, look at all the stuff he went through, well, you know you are. You're an FI. You're an <laughs> FI. We haven't even talked about the FIs in a while, but there's a lot of FIs out there. Them FIs, they're everywhere. <laughs> Booker T's back on the NXT announce team now. Yeah. So he's, uh, he's getting that little shucky ducky quack quack out <laughs> over in orlando these days uh, we're, we're gonna do a booker episode at some point Book, and... booker is one of the most hilarious human beings <laughs> i mean it, it just his delivery and and the way he mm-hmm. delivers and says things are just so unique and just so hilarious man booker's oh. a funny dude king booker i uh, could be i could see being a subtle back of the mind inspiration for some of the broken mat stuff with the accent and all oh, that. yeah there's, for sure there's for sure. definitely an inroad there to that I, I, I loved I, I loved the King Booker stuff, and also uh, there's been a couple times 
uh, Booker has done interviews when he's talked about myself and Jeff, and this is something I, I greatly appreciate from him as well. He said, like, you know, when I came from WCW, I knew these guys, the Hardy Boys. He said, but, you know, he said, with Matt, I got to work with him a lot more than I did Jeff. He said, but, like, wow, this guy, like, he really knows his shit. And he can, like, go, you know, he's not just a guy that jumps off ladders and goes through tables and swings chairs and whatnot. He is a guy who can legitimately wrestle. And he said, every time we got in the ring, I knew we were going to have a good match because he was always on top of his shit, and he always he knew what he was doing. So that, that, that was a great compliment coming from Booker as well cutting promos with your pinky out that's oh, that's yeah. the good that's that's some good subtle shit right there so matt hardy some good subtle shit turns to 30 years of good shit and that's as we celebrate your 30th wrestling anniversary so a very very important matt fact no doubt for you to deliver this week so without further ado i believe it's time that you share with the world the most important map fact of your 30 years as we celebrate your 30th wrestling anniversary. Matt fact, Matt is very grateful for 30 years in pro wrestling. And why wouldn't you be? There's been a lot of good. There's been some bad. But as we take a walk down memory lane on this week's episode of The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, I think you're going to realize that there's uh, a place for you in wrestling lore that will live for a very long time. So, yeah. and, and you on, on, top, on top of that, John, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, but like, by all means, of course. Very, very grateful for 30 years because, like, this was I'm a kid from the podunk town of Cameron, North Carolina, you know, a population of less than 300 in the city limits. And, uh, I've got to live out my passion. I've got to live out my dream for, for 30 years and I've been able to make a living off of it and a, and a damn good living. So, I mean, dude, life, life is beautiful and I, I, I am so blessed in so many ways, especially to be doing it this long. And it's kind of like a, an internal joke I definitely have with Edge and Christian, like, God, we are so lucky we are still doing this, you know, especially those two because they had to take so much time off in, in the past. Yeah. But, you know, like for almost consistently 30 years i have been doing this and it's insane it's uh i'm very blessed that my body is held up as long as it has i mean really of of the big six there devon's the only one that unfortunately has had to step away even bully we just saw this past weekend show up in impact so he's still doing it obviously edging christian's still doing it you're doing it jeff hopefully once he's back you know he can get things going it's really wild after all these people for years those guys are gonna be in wheelchairs at 30. it's remarkable it, it really is remarkable that we're we're all able to compete at the level we do now what do you credit that to honestly i, th I think one of the reasons myself and jeff have had so much physical longevity more than anything else is like uh we we lived a very good clean lifestyle when we were young. I know it was I, I've told you this. I've shared this before. I was 25 before I had my first beer, but I grew up as a teenager, and I know there were a lot of my friends that would like drink and smoke whatever in high school. But you know, as a as a ode to our mother, we lived a very clean lifestyle. But I also think that was very important because our bodies and our internal organs they all developed as healthy as possible. We got plenty of exercise because we lived on the you know 96 acre Hardy compound, and we literally had to just entertain one another. So Jeff and I was just there with each other all the time, and we did so many things that were physical. It was uh, we, we were we were in good shape, we were healthy, and our bodies developed to the best of their ability without any damage. And I really do think that's a that's a big reason we have both been able to have the longevity that we have. I'd love to know more about those early days growing up in Cameron 
I think next year we'll do an episode about the legend because there's probably going to be some great stories that will come out of that. But, but with that said, I would really like to see more of that backstory of when you guys were much younger. And you mentioned last week that your big bang moment was seeing Macho Man uh, at WrestleMania four, I believe it was. You said. So, do you remember when you first saw pro wrestling for the first time? The first pro wrestling I was ever exposed to was like uh, it was NWA programming, you know, um, you know, Jim Crockett promotions, because that was on locally several times a day. That was the first thing that I remember watching. And I remember thinking, like, wow, these guys look tough. They like remind me of my dad. Like, you know, if you got out of line, they'd whip your ass. They were like very legitimate, you know, real people in so many ways. And the way that product was done seemed very real, seemed very genuine, the way it was promoted and whatnot. And all the characters were very like, by the book but then i watched wwe and once i saw it i was like whoa this is like this very glamorous uh you know spectacle and and the way they projected themselves was very very different you know these guys were like large in life over the top superstars as opposed to like the nwa and jim crockett promotion stuff so th- those were the big differences and I, I know like i became very attracted to the glamour and glitz of wwe once i watched it too and the whole reason that started is because we watched wrestling probably as fair weather fans i would say myself and jeff but Macho Man had that commercial, and I want to say it was like a Hot Wheels commercial maybe, where he opened up his robe and he had all these cars or toys or whatever it was on, on his jacket. And he's like, oh, yeah, dig it. And I was like, this is a guy that has like this over-the-top personality. He's talking this crazy voice. Uh, and his finisher is a flying elbow drop off the top rope, which a lot of guys didn't do like high-risk maneuvers in. So we both bet on who was going to win the WrestleMania Four tournament, and I bet on Macho Man, and he won. So that was the day I was hooked. From that day on, I, I constantly followed him. It's remarkable because the more I've gotten to know you and the more that I study your characters through doing all the research for this podcast, there really are a lot of parallels between Macho Man and your character work. The loud, over-the-top nature. And Macho Man, despite being this super out-there guy when it came to character stuff... You always understood what his promos were about. You understood what he was yep. saying. And with Matt Hardy, whether it's V1 or whether it's Broken Matt, it's the same thing. They're eccentric stuff, but you know exactly what you're getting at, and it's easy to consume. Yeah. And you, you know what? I I, I was I, I loved like Macho Man in his promos, and I loved over-the-top 80s wrestling promos. I mean, that, that's what I wanted to do. I remember there were sometimes earlier on uh, like when we were doing pre-tapes or, you know, uh, interviews with WWE, there were a couple of times where Vince like, what, why, are you, why are you screaming? Why are you shouting? You know, do, and I was just like, ah, that's what I want to do. I love wrestling promos. I want to do that. And he's like, well, I like talking, like be normal, be real. And, and I get that. As time has gone on, I definitely get that. And still, I think at my core, I want to do like a wrestling promo. That's my favorite. But I, but I definitely get, you know, the whole acting and the, being subtle, you know, like they like if you're acting in a movie or a role, you know, and, and I, I'm cool with doing that, too. And I think it's great to have like a lot of variety and, you know, you move up and down the spectrum in pro wrestling. I think it adds a lot of dimension to characters. Yeah. You if you look at your early stuff, I was watching a promo recently with Michael Hayes and you guys in the ring. Yeah, it's both you and Jeff get an opportunity to speak. Yeah. And it's like you're not even watching the same person that right i know there was definitely intimidation in your voice how long did it take you 
to find your voice as a performer? I think when I started doing Matt Hardy version one, I, yeah. I, I really feel like that's when I, I, I found my voice and I felt really good about, about what I was doing. And, and also too, like, I, I felt like that's where I, you know, that's, that's truly where I excelled whenever I was playing a character that was like delusional or over the top, you know, and like, I'm just like all into myself. And that is truly when I first found, like I, I, I found my voice. Those early years are so transformative for a pro wrestler because how you're impacted and how you're influenced ultimately shape who you become. Yes. They, they are what lead to you being who you are right now at 48 years old. We know Michael Hayes was an enormous influence on you, obviously. Mass. Mass. Was, was there anybody else from that early time period, mid-90s, late-90s, that you think were instrumental in shaping who you are today as a wrestler and a performer? There, We always had a great relationship with Stone Cold. There, there were definitely where Stone Cold like lean in and give advice. Even Undertaker would as well. Uh, you know, so so there's definitely lessons I, I learned from those guys. Also, I remember one of the greatest things Steve ever told me is he was watching one of our matches. He said, Holy shit, Matt! Like I, I love the hell out of that match. It's on a house show. He said. He said, but when you do that comeback, he said Jeff's great when he sells. You know, he said, oh, no, you know, he shines when he sells. That was kind of Jeff's thing. He said, but when you come in and make that comeback, he said, I saw how you pop those guys with punches, and maybe it was an Edge and Christian, you know, and guys that are like similar to our same size, and you know, I. I threw a really good punch then i still throw an okay punch you know but i would throw a good punch and he's like instead of throwing that punch he said what if you just come in and like rip their head off with a clothesline he said because a clothesline just looks so much more malicious and i, I totally agree with that point like if i'm doing a comeback now i like maybe starting with some punches but maybe there's not like a bump and feed but then when it is time to bump and feed there's like a clothesline or elbow something that does look more malicious and looks more believable that it's definitely going to take this guy down and that was a great piece of advice i got from stone cold that i really uh, I, I started utilizing that in, in most of my matches. And I remember there was a point where we were doing the team extreme stuff. And whenever myself and Jeff were there, and if uh, Lita would be in trouble, there were times where we wouldn't necessarily save her immediately. And Undertaker said, you can't do that. Like if she's a girl and she's your partner, you have to jump in and get on this guy's ass. You know, like you, you have to think about this realistically. If you guys are protecting her, you have to get on these guys. You can't give them the opportunity to do anything. And I, I, after he said that too, that changed the way we, booked and and put together a lot of our matches as well who's the smartest wrestling mind you've encountered in your 30 years <clears throat> oh wow um I, I i mean you you have to give when when vince was on vince was amazing i mean sometimes vince would say some shit that would sound absolutely crazy but then you would go out and you would do it and, and it worked there is something is genius. vince does have some broken brills as well <laughs> Michael Hayes, uh, Mike Hayes is, uh, is a great mind, and the thing I the most about Michael Hayes is he always would think about the box. I mean, sometimes it would be like outrageous. You, you can't can't deny, uh, you can't deny his ability to think about something from a different direction or from a different angle. He was very very good at doing that. So th those are the two guys that I would I would say I, I think are my favorites. You know. Vince and, and Michael Hayes when it comes to like being like legitimate uh, smart wrestling minds on how to do something. And Vince is, is from a whole different perspective, not like a match. Sure. Michael Hayes is from doing a match. Vince just uh, like from character work or how to make something work or how to, you know, get something over or make people become invested in you. So Vince had broken brilliance. Michael Hayes was good at thinking outside the box. That's more than fair. That's understandable. <laughs> Who do you think is the most complete performer 
that you've worked with in the last 30 years. You've been so fortunate to work with legitimate legends, Stone Cold Steve Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker, Eddie Guerrero, who just celebrated what would have been his 55th birthday. Uh, Chris Benoit, you've talked about as somebody who just brought it to a different level in the ring. Kurt Angle, amazing names. Is there somebody in terms of total complete package that you would say that's the best person I've worked with in the last 30 years? It's like from a, I I think everyone would kind of be graded differently in different categories. Mm -hmm. Eddie Guerrero, I've never been in the ring with someone who can read a live current crowd more than Eddie Guerrero. I mean, his, his ability to do that is just was uncanny. You know, we, we would, we would wrestle, on house shows and you know we would do three nights and we would end up doing a different match every night hell we might even change who'd be the bay face who'd be the hill whenever i was v1 you know so i mean he, he could just listen to a crowd and he could like you know on on an instant change and and he was so gifted at doing that i, I think the the greatest cruiserweight uh high flyer i've worked with is ray mysterio i mean he's just so genius in everything he does he gets the whole point about selling and he plays his role to a perfection uh Stone Cold and Triple H, it was it was a lot of fun when I worked with those guys. Hunter was just like super smooth and uh, just very fluent in everything he did. And then Steve worked like a wild animal, which there was a part a part of me that really liked that too. You know, like you never knew which direction he was coming from. He wasn't like predictable. Where Hunter was like predictable, very smooth, very fluent. Uh, Steve was like a wild animal, like all over your ass. And there's reasons I have even tried to like do both of those things at different times where I'm a guy who, like, is smooth or I'm a guy who, like, works like a wild animal. Broken Matt Hardy very much wanted to work like a wild animal in many ways and be very unpredictable in the way he was working. Uh, Taker was a, a great guy to work with. Just he, he really got the, the the size deal. I enjoyed that so much. Brock, Brock is probably the most amazing athlete I've ever been in the ring with. Just I've never seen someone who was so, so fast, so explosive, and so strong. Like, uh, of all the people I'd face, like, Brock feels like the most – real and dangerous athlete I've ever competed with of all, of all people. Uh, Edge and Christian, both of those guys are great minds. Uh, I loved working with both of those guys. So, you know, for so long, obviously they're both really, really good at what they're doing. And, and there are many, many, many reasons to, to state like Christian has always been underrated. You know, he kind of, got the same deal like I did with Jeff in some ways. Like uh, Vince's favorites, obviously, were Edge and Jeff. And, you know, that's understandable. They're both very charismatic, very uh, good-looking, very talented individuals. You know, but, but Christian has such an amazing mind, and I loved working with him. We're always, like, on the same page. And John Moxley's one that, like, preaches the Christian talk stronger than anybody else. Christian is is definitely also one of the greatest minds ever. He's very good at, like, doing things that just, just make sense. Mm-hmm. They're just right. Oh man, when you when you have to pick like one, and once again, ben, Benoit was a guy like uh, I, I would I would say this all the time. Benoit's a guy like I loved wrestling Benoit, but I wanted it to be a TV match. <laughs> so we're gonna right. see if it, like if it if it happened to me on a house show, I was like, hold up, man, like we can chill just a little bit. But he he didn't have any kind of chill gear, you know. He was just go 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 gear. But th- there's been a lot of greats that I have worked with over the years, and I've been very blessed to to work with these guys and and learn from them and learn with them. It's interesting you brought up that comparison with Edge and Jeff. When I was at Extreme Rules this past week, when Edge comes out, you hear the you think you know me and just the dun, 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 the big Metalingus Alter Bridge song, and he just comes running out like a cheetah. 
it is that rock star reaction that a pro wrestling superstar is supposed to get. And it's pretty amazing that he's still getting that these days uh, and doing it at the level that he is. He's having like 30-minute matches every time he's on pay-per-view. <laughs> right. It's crazy. I'm so glad you said that about Eddie, about him reading crowds. I just, as we taped this last night, did my monthly uh, show with Lash LaRue, and we did Eddie. Right. And we both said that verbatim, that there was nobody better at reading a live crowd than Eddie Guerrero. And it's so apparent. I never wrestled Eddie Guerrero. Right. It's so apparent that he did that. And we're going to be doing an episode on Eddie Guerrero in the near future. And that's going to be a very special one. I'm very excited for that. Wow, man. Just... <laughs> So much talent that you got a chance to work with. Yeah, and and I'm even going to say too, like with the with the, the newer style of wrestling, uh, three guys that I have to give shout outs to because they they truly do have great minds for what they do and they're very polarizing. But Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks, like I've loved my experiences with them as well. And it's it's funny, you know, people sleep on the Young Bucks, but they they really do know their shit. I mean, and they they can work like an old school style match if you know if they needed to. They're 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 very well-versed in, in everything, but they are extremely smart in how they put together the shit. They're, they're, they're great. Who's one person in AEW that you have not worked with yet that you would really like to before this wrestling journey is over for you? Kenny Omega. Okay. Kenny Omega. What about uh, younger talent? Um, MJF. MJF. I, would, I, I would love to work with MJF. I know that was, that was something that we talked about actually for a little bit during the, the whole pandemic era when the roster wasn't quite as big. But uh, MJF's one. And I have worked with John Moxley a little bit when he did stuff in WWE, but I, I would love to have a have a one-on-one match with John Moxley at some point. Too. I'm glad you're getting a chance to work a little bit with Ethan Page here because I think you and Ethan Page are going to have real good chemistry together once you guys lock up eventually. Right. He's a tremendous. He reminds me a lot of you. With his mental his mental capacity and acumen for pro wrestling, he's. I, I, very, I can see that after getting to know him a little bit and mm-hmm. in, interacting with him some in the last couple of weeks. Very very smart. I covered a seminar he did once, and I thought he was great, uh, because it's very important in pro wrestling to be healthy in the mind. And is in his case, he's not only that; he also cut down his body quite a bit. He's toned right. up and. My gut says, Matt Hardy, part of that's because he's been using those AG1s by Athletic Greens. I know that. I'm to take more AG1s in him because I have to go over in this deal. That's right. Exactly. Because with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients supporting your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all of those things. And tons of people, as we know, Matt, I'm sure over your 30 years, you've taken plenty of them. You take some kind of multivitamin. You take all these different supplements. It's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And AG1 is a small microhabit with big-time benefits. It's one thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself. And as we always discuss, it costs you less than $3 a day. And in Canada, it's even less than that. You're investing in your health. It's cheaper than your cold brew habits, cheaper than getting all the different supplements yourself. It is an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Do AG1s taste even better in the Great White North up there? Oh, they do. My AG1 this morning was absolutely flawless. Yeah, throw all that other stuff out the window. All you need is AG1. 
It is all in one, and it's time to reclaim your health. Arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. One scoop, cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D. And how many free travel packs, Matt Hardy? Five, cinco, five, cinco, five. With your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash hardy. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash hardy to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we thank them for sponsoring the extreme life of Matt Hardy. It took you 47 years to get your hands on AG1s, but can you even imagine your life without them now? Not at all. Better late than never. Thank goodness for AG1s. Absolutely. Absolutely. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Oh, man. So those great talents that you mentioned, they all fulfill different needs for you in terms of what you look for as a performer in pro wrestling. But if I were to ask you to name me a few of your favorite all-time matches in those 30 years, Matt, you've had such a variety of matches over the course of your career. So I, you know, I'll even help you. I'll, I'll goad you a little bit here. What is the best pure wrestling match you've ever had? The best pure wrestling match. So from a great story that you told, good physical action, no no TLC stuff, no hardcore stuff, no cinematic stuff, just the best pure wrestling match that you feel that yeah, you've had I'm in your 30 years. Um, let me think. Uh, there, there are a couple that come to mind. I would maybe say, especially because we had a good story and, and people really gave a shit about it, uh, whenever I wrestled in the main event of SmackDown versus Rey Mysterio, and he won the Cruiserweight title from me because we had a great story and ended up being a great payoff, and the people were going batshit during that match too. So it, I was super happy with that. That that may be my favorite just straightforward wrestling match. Yeah, and it's a main event. It's the first time you ever main event as a single star, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, in WWE. First time the Cruiserweight title was ever in the main mm-hmm. event. Yeah, so that's, that's a pretty big deal, as is, and... I'd have to imagine working with Ray at that time was probably, albeit a little intimidating, probably very easy at the same time. Yes, very easy. Yeah, working working with Ray would usually seem like a night off. Yeah, it's just he is every bit of a legend as as he is. Is it weird for you seeing Dominic now on TV in the way that he is? Very much. Uh, Dominic is kind of embedded in my mind forever from that evening in Anaheim when he's sitting in the crowd there with. Ray's wife and Aaliyah, you know, I just, I still see him as a kid. It's how I see the guns. We've talked about that. You know, uh, it's how I see Devon's kids. That's yeah. how, that's how I'll probably end up seeing Maxwell and Wolfie when they get older too. I'll just remember them as, as kids. I mean, I can't believe they're this big now. This is insane. And they're stronger than me and faster than me. What about your favorite hardcore match you've done? So 30 years, you've been in a lot of them, the TLCs, the matches with Jeff, uh, there's Full Metal Mayhem, so many that you've been in. Is there one that stands above the rest? Because I, I, I think I know what it is, but I'm curious what you have to say. Um, 
Also, too, I got to say for a, a straightforward wrestling match, too. Also, one of my favorite matches was the first time when we ever won the titles versus the uh, versus the acolytes. Yeah, okay. That, that would have been a straightforward match. That that match was a huge deal because that was like the uh, the culmination of us achieving our dream. You know, so sure. that, that was huge. Um, I mean, <clears throat> the first things that come to mind when you say that are the first ever tag team ladder match, uh, like uh, TLC one, TLC two, uh, Matt Hardy versus Edge in the steel cage. Those uh, those are probably my my top top picks. Unforgiven two thousand up there as well. You think? Yeah. Oh yeah. Unforgiven yeah. two thousand as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. What is the single most important match that Matt Hardy has ever had? Hmm. As crazy as it sounds, in some ways, it was uh, the final deletion. It was what it is. The final deletion. That is the answer. There's no yeah. doubt about that. I'm with you 100%. You changed wrestling, man. You changed it, wrestling. Uh, it was, I, I remember once we got that green lit and we did it. And I, I don't know if I told the story before. I think I, I think I did. But Jeremy Borash waited till like the last second yep. to show it so that, you know, it'd been turned in. They kind of had to put it on TV. You couldn't film any more content, which was very smart on his end. And I remember Big said like, holy, you know, holy shit. Like you'd have to be a maniac to let this air. He said, so just call me maniac you know, from here out. And I remember Dixie contacting me saying, Oh my God, Matt, I'm like so scared. I don't, I don't know how people are going to react to this. It's just so different. I'm like so scared. Uh, but it, it was so incredible how that became such a historic match and a historic night, you know, and just the way that went viral over the next few weeks and then uh, just doing broken Matt initially. And just like, just, there were memes and, gifs or gifs they were everywhere you know and just it, that's what i was shooting for i was trying to do stuff that would be you know a, a worthy meme material and, and that that really worked and that that's what helped broken man hardy not only get over with like wrestling fans but just just in a mainstream way it was it was crazy it was everywhere i was thinking about this the last week i'm so glad you brought this because i can correlate it <clears throat> we talked last week how in that tough period for you you kept being like the Matt Hardy movement, like things are going to change like this is enjoy Hop on board now, guys, because wait till you see what's coming up. And we know that didn't happen then. But you got that with the broken Matt Hardy character. People did. That was the Matt Hardy movement. People were all in and on board. And like I said, it may have taken some people some time, but they did. So having that gratification at that stage of your career, late in your career like that, how fulfilling was that for you? Uh, it was the best. I mean, it was extremely, it was extraordinarily fulfilling. I mean, it just, it was, it, it made, <clears throat> you know, all the hard work and, uh, you know, all the bumps and bruises and the blood, sweat and tears just made everything worth it. Especially at that time to be having a career resurgence at that time on a character that was so out of the box and so different and something where I was willing to, bet on myself and like think outside the box and, and do something out of my comfort zone and, uh, and go all in on it. So uh, it was super rewarding that people, uh, people enjoyed it so much. Getting your family involved too. Uh, you yeah. mentioned to me, there was really no hesitance from you. It was just something that felt right and you did it. And knowing that they have played a part in your pro wrestling story, probably more so than you ever would have imagined. Right. How much does that mean to you in hindsight now? I mean, uh, a lot. That that was that. As I've said many times over, that was the most fun I ever had in my career. You know, we were doing that traveling 
to work for TNA and it would be myself and, and my wife, Queen Rebecca, and then Maxwell. It was just such a great time. We were just together. And not only were we, we like having this amazing uh, time with our first son. I mean, he was like part of our work and career and it was just so much fun. Even being times where people would want to take pictures with King Maxwell, a baby. It was just so crazy. And just looking back, it's just, just so cool. Heard King Maxwell was pretty brave at the haunted house this past weekend. Yeah, he got off to a rough start. Uh, he he was he insisted. He asked over and over, both myself and his mother, like, I really want to go. Like, I feel like a big boy, and I know the haunted house was scary, but I know it's kind of like pro wrestling. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you don't have to take it too serious. You know, I, I, I can do it. I can do it. I'll be super brave. I'll be super brave. And then uh, there were a couple real hard jump scares right from the jump. He's like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And he like, just kind of froze. And then we alternated carrying him through the first part of the haunted house slash haunted cornfield deal and, and then eventually he got down he started walking he was kind of covering his hand you know he had his hand kind of covering his eyes a little bit and then eventually he brought that down and by the end he was okay and he said i'll do better next time it was just it was a lot <laughs> that's what he said he said dad that was a lot and i remember said well, what do you think is going to come out of this now you know i said do you think you're going to do better you know next time we go through a haunted house he said nightmares <laughs> his one answer response which was hilarious but uh just to let everyone know out there i've checked the last uh the last few nights and he has he has had no nightmares so everything is there good. you go there you go so like there's a jump scare you hear him say ah or he freaks out and rebby's if you if you jump scare rebby it's probably what the fuck or something like that right yeah you she see did. she was very open to it and she she did like when we first met we would go through haunted houses I remember we did some of the, uh, you know, down down in Orlando, we did some of the uh, the, the horror Halloween horror nights. Yeah, and uh, there, there were times where she'd walk through with her head like buried in my chest, where she just couldn't look, she couldn't think. She's like Max, you were you were more brave than I, I was, and I was old then. You know, she said, I've got I've got an okay now. I can kind of walk through, but she said you did really good, especially for someone seven years. I was gonna say you're killing the gimmick here a little bit with the the gothic queen that you got over there. She's a little <laughs> frightened, maybe shouting "What the fuck!" when someone comes out and jumps on her, and that's actually Matt Hardy. What I was saying the other day, because because I was over there, you know making sure that I was all clean and everything. And I, I nicked myself. I nicked myself. Oh, man. Oh, and no. it was just, it was a total, total bloodbath, total bloodbath. And I had to, I was saying to myself, there's gotta be a better way to get my dagger clean and shiny safely than that. There definitely yeah. is done. And you there. know what it is. Oh, I do. Because I, I learned. What, what is it? Would you like to share? Know what it is. Would you like to share with us what it is? It's manscaped. It is because I had to deal with all that shit when I was shaving myself and I'd nick myself. And that was long before I knew about Manscaped. But I can now proudly thank Manscaped for keeping my dagger slick and ready for wherever the night takes me. Manscaped is trusted by over 6 million men worldwide. You can join the movement by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with that promo code Hardy. It's time to end the days of shaving your balls, ending up looking like a horror movie. Folks at Manscaped have the perfect package for your package to get this done. The Below the Waist Grooming Leaders have a fourth-generation performance package, and inside you'll find the Lawn Mower 4.0, which is affectionately referred to in this house as the Mower of Lawns 4.0 trimmer, the Weed Whacker Ear and Nose Hair Trimmer that Senor Benjamin is so fond of, liquid formations, and two free gifts. Did you see uh, any weed whacking going on this weekend here, Matt Hardy? A little bit. Did okay. you get your weed whacking done? I have never whacked weeds with the efficiency 
that I was able to this past week. That nose and ear hair trimmer is there to whack your weeds and any goblins that come out your way. Both the lawnmower and weed whacker are waterproof. In the comfort of your own home or in wild water, these tools are your absolute best friends. And speaking of your best friends, Matt, I'm not talking about Trent and Chucky. Mm. Don't forget to give your testes besties the love they deserve with Manscaped's liquid formulations. First is the crop preserver ball deodorant. You put deodorant under your armpits. Why not put deodorant on your balls? And you can't forget about the crop reviver. That ball reviver will give your boys a boost. Life's been different since uh, Matt Hardy started using Manscaped. Isn't that That's right. It's nuts not to take care of your balls. Mm, absolutely nuts. Absolutely enough. You would be stiff thinking if you weren't taking care of your testicles with Manscaped. And we want to help you do that here because you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code Hardy at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use code Hardy. Slay your worst pubes and keep your dagger clean with Manscaped. We got to get your wife reading one of these because that's... That's the only way that we can really push all these units because I feel like she'd be pretty straightforward. So, oh boy, yeah. Oh boy is right. Listen, man, I know it sounds too good to be true, but I want you to just do me a favor and run on over to savewithconrad.com. Get yourself a quick quote. My man Andy M just left us a five star review over at conradreviews.com, and he had this to say The effort and communication from Josh was above and beyond. We ran into several unexpected hiccups along the way, but Josh kept us informed and kept looking for options to get things done. In the end, we were still able to refinance to a 15 year loan, where we're going to be able to pay it off in 10. And we took enough cash out to pay off our credit cards, my truck loan, and even buy my wife, her very first new vehicle. We're going to save over $500 a month from what we would have been paying without the refinance. We can't thank everyone enough. Now guys, that right there is a win, win, win situation. Let me explain over the last couple of years, your house is probably worth more than ever. Now, what you do with that equity is up to you. And what I'm going to recommend is we do what our man, Andy did. Andy took himself from a 30 year loan down to 15 years, but he's planning to pay it off in 10. Now, how can he afford to do that? We got rid of all his credit card debt. Just like that. We got rid of his truck loan and we even got him enough cash to get his wife, a new vehicle. The result cheaper monthly payments. How does that happen? How do you get a new car, pay off a truck and get rid of your credit cards and cut years off your loan? You go to savewithconrad.com. We're going to get you cheaper monthly payments. And how's this for starters? No house payments for the next two months. That's right. You can skip your next two payments. You don't need perfect credit. You don't need money out of your pocket. And buddy, if we can't help you save some cash, we won't waste your time. And here's the best part. We don't say no. We say not yet, but here's how. I don't care if you relate here or there. Maybe you had a bankruptcy back in the day. Maybe you relate on a credit card. We're going to help you figure out how to get in the situation that your family needs now and long-term. We want to be your mortgage advisor for life at savewithconrad.com. So we know how loved you are by so many people. Does, does it still get you, Matt, when people come up to you and express just how much you and Jeff mean to them? It, it, it does. I mean, and it's I just, once again, it just makes me feel grateful. Grateful is a word that I'll probably keep going back to. Even we were just talking about the haunted house that Maxwell went through. Like at one point we came through, he said, Oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Young heart? He said, make sure to delete that hand off your eyes, you know, and they hit me with the delete in the haunted house. I love it when the ghouls do my gimmicks. There was, <laughs> there was one time where Rebbe was in there said, Oh, I heard you were in here. 
V1, you know, and they threw a V1 sign. And then there was a, ho. I mean, literally, we had a Hardy Boys reference. We had a V1 reference. And we had a Broken Mat reference in the haunted house from the ghouls. And I do love that when the ghouls, like, they get buzzed. You know how they have radios and they talk all through that thing, whatever. They, they oh, oh, Matt Hardy, one of the Hardy Boys is coming through. Make sure to say something to him or do something to him. You know, they buzz him on that. And it's just, it's still so cool, man. I'm just, yeah. just so grateful that I have been able to do what I love. And uh, the fact that I have so many people that like legitimately just care about me because I've entertained them for so, so long over yeah. a long period of time. It's just, it's just, uh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. And just like life is beautiful. Man. Well, speaking of hardy country, we'd be remiss if we did not mention this because we got some breaking news for everyone. Okay. <clears throat> Ready for this? Yes. Wrestlecade this year, Thanksgiving weekend. Not only is Matt Hardy going to be there, I'm going to be there too. And Matt, we are going to be hosting a reunion of Omega mm-hmm. live at WrestleCade on the Sunday morning as a special live edition of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. How freaking cool is that? It's going to be fantastic. Just to, to get back with all those guys, you know, the, the guys that you kind of broke in with. And there's a lot of guys that haven't been around or done anything in pro wrestling or surrounding pro wrestling uh, in many, many years. And, and they're going to be showing up there, too. So it's going to be super cool, man. I can't I cannot wait to get the band back together and just talk shop. And if you want to be a part of that, you go to WrestleCade.com forward slash tickets. And tickets range from $15 to $175. You can get different packages for the weekend. And North Carolina really is hardy country. And I am so grateful to be getting a chance to experience this in person with you. I'm going to be hosting that panel. I'll even be doing a little signing gimmick, too. It's going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. And just to get a chance to shake first name, sham, last name, Payne's hand in person. That's going to be worth my weekend in and of itself. First name Sham, last name Payne. And uh, you'll you get to interact with Thomas Simpson. He's going to oh, tell yeah. you all about everything he did with Omega. <laughs> Thomas, what's up, man? Thomas is uh, uh, one, the guy who, I'm sure if you watch the show regularly, you know who Thomas Simpson is. But Thomas Simpson is the guy who invested in a bunch of crazy young kids and mm-hmm. helped give us some money, bought us a new ring, got us guardrails. And, you know, he uh, was super supportive. One of my dearest friends for a long time so uh it's going to be great to see thomas there as well and he's a big supporter of the extreme life of matt hardy podcast absolutely absolutely uh, very much one of our top fans of this podcast is thomas so thank you so much for your support and thank you for supporting matt and jeff throughout the years because without your support who's to say omega would have reached the levels that it eventually reached and that in turn helped piggyback the hardy boys onto that next level didn't it Who's to say that Tony Khan would have been trading tapes and watching Omega footage, you know, back in the day? Thomas Simpson had come along and, like, uh, re-energize us with this, uh, with these assets. Has he come up to you specifically and said that, that he used to have Omega tapes that he was watching? Uh, no, he, he said that when he was uh, tape trading, he, he watched Omega stuff back in the day, yeah. I cannot say I'm surprised by that. And uh, Death Valley Driver, I think, was a, a board, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I think that there was a lot, there was a lot of omega love in there like oh my god these crazy kids from the south in north carolina you've got to see what they're doing you've got to see what they're doing and i know i know tk was a big part of that as well tony Khan, one of those people who no doubt has appreciation for the hardy boys thomas simpson as he said someone who does i am as you know but 
I think there's a lot of people who do mad. Um, so uh, I had an idea. Okay. About five months ago, give or take. Okay. And I hit up a couple people, talked to some people on our team here. So what do you think of this? And they were like, all right, we got to do this. Color me. So, Color so I, I think it's time to finally show you our little surprise here that we got for you on this 30th wrestling anniversary edition oh. of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. So uh, I'm going to cue it on up here. And Great. I can't wait. I'm excited. The, so I, I, you've been teasing me with this, so I'm excited. Yeah. I have no idea what to expect. I this this went beyond my expectations, so I really <laughs> hope that you love this. So, as as your son Wolfgang said, I worked very hard on this. I, I hope you love it. So, uh, here we go. Let's pull it up. All right. So, Matt Hardy, you know how much I appreciate getting a chance to interact with you every single week here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy and tell your stories over these thirty incredible years that were your career. Now, with that said, I discovered recently that I wasn't alone in wanting to express appreciation to you for those 30 years. So I enlisted the help of a few people that you may know. Matt Hardy, it's Kurt Angle. And I want to congratulate you on 30 years in the wrestling business. It seems like yesterday that you and I were training at the Dory Funkin' Dojo. And back then I knew you'd be something special. But little did I know that you would go on to become one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. Congratulations on 30 years in the wrestling business, Matt. I love you, man. Oh, Matt, congratulating you on 30 years of shenanigans and adventures and a great career. Glad I've been able to be a part of some of it, and I'm looking forward to 30 more. Hey, this is referee Brian Habner. I've been doing this a long time, and I wanted to congratulate Mr. Matt Hardy on a long career. Uh, congratulations coming up on 30, and dude, I love you, Hardy Boys, and I love you, Matt. Thank you so much for everything you've done and contributed to this business. You are the man. What's up, Matt? Congrats on 30 years in wrestling. It's a huge achievement, something that I hope that I can uh, celebrate one day. I mean, you've done it all. You've been everywhere. You've done everything. And uh, you're still giving back to young talent like us. Uh, thank you for 30 years, Matt. Congratulations. Wow, Matt. 30 years, think about it, man. I've known you for about 27 of those years and you've always been the same person, thinking outside the box, being creative. You have unlocked like a new level for professional wrestling, leaving your footprint in it for the rest of the days. Your legacy is in it, man, for the daredevils, for the people that want to be creative, the people that think outside the box. You have unlocked that for them. And for that, we say we love you, we appreciate you, Happy 30, Matt. Yes, Channel, I've decided I know it's in here. Very nice, very evil, very famous. Nevertheless, this is about uh, Matt Hardy, who's celebrating 30 years. Hopefully we do not say that too loud. He can hear it if you're around the corner. Congratulations. Your enemies are cursed. Matt Hardy of House Hardy is wonderful. <laughs> It's me, the big LG Doc Gallows, one half of the world-famous Good Brothers, but we're not here to talk about that. We are here to talk about the legend, the legendary Matt Hardy. Congratulations. 30 years of being a professional wrestler, 30 years of changing the game, 30 years of being an innovator in tag team wrestling, singles competition, creativity, and everything else that encapsulates our business. Matt Hardy, big congratulations. Here's the 30 more. Too sweet. 
It's Willow the Wisp! <laughs> Just kidding, baby. <laughs> One of my favorite gimmicks of all time. Of course, Broken Matt Hardy and Will of the Wisp. The two most insane brothers like me and Gallows. Matt Hardy, I love you. I miss you. I can't thank you enough for your mentorship and your friendship. I tell people every time I get a chance how lucky we are to be able to witness Matt Hardy perform. Thank you for everything. Congratulations on 30 years in this insane business. You are nothing but a wonderful human being. <laughs> I love you, babe. Matt, uh, congratulations on your 30 years, man. Uh, I feel like I, I've known you about all 30 of them. Uh, I remember you uh, sewing mine and Billy's uh, headbands that said Road Diggity Dog and, and Badass on them and, and that's when y'all were the young hardy boys and had those plaid pants and everything and I, I just I lo I've always loved you guys man and, I, and congratulations again on your uh, your your three decades uh, in an industry where the life expectancy is not that yo listen oh. what's up Matt Max and I just want to congratulate you on 30 years in the business. That's absolutely insane. For me, it's super special because I was a huge Hardy Boys fan growing up. I loved you. I loved Jeff. And I still love you. And it's an honor to call you a friend. It's an honor to call you a co-worker. That's right, Matt. And for your 30th anniversary, we got you this new Toyota Tundra. It's all yours, Matt! Courtesy of McNally Toyota here in Charlotte. So head on down to the dealership, pick it up. They got the keys ready for you. 30 years, Matt! You were tag team champions a lot, now we are. And uh, thank you for inspiring us. Thank you, peace. Everyone loves the acclaimed and everyone, everyone loves, loves Matt Hardy, baby! Congratulations to Matt Hardy on 30 years of professional wrestling. Uh, we built AML and WrestleCade both off of your back. You were on the side of our truck. You were at our first shows. You may have invented both AML and WrestleCade. Everything you did to help our companies grow. We appreciate it. Congratulations on 30 years. Hey, Matt. Tracy Myers here from WrestleCade. You were the first WrestleCade champion. We owe you so very much. You also at the very first AML show in the main event. I remember it like it was yesterday, and it's been almost a decade. Actually, it has been a decade. So, hey, happy 30 years in wrestling. We appreciate you and we're the biggest fans you got man thank you what's up guys Wardlow here just want to say congratulations to somebody that has inspired my career um, in a major way uh, congratulations Matt Hardy on 30 years in the business uh, very impressive feat Matt Hardy my Kyoto. what's up brother congratulations man 30 years in the business man it's been a hell of a run you're still running, WWF, WWE, AEW. Bro, you're still doing your thing. It's been a pleasure working with you, man. You're a legend, you're an icon in this business. And thank you for everything, brother. Always appreciate you being a great guy, great dude inside the ring, outside the ring. All phenomenal matches, man, over the years. 30 years, congratulations, brother. Keep what you're doing, best of luck and good health, and God bless to you and your family. One love, man. Hey, Matt, it's Josh and Wes, the production team at the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy podcast, and we want to congratulate you on 30 years in the pro wrestling business. Congratulations, Matt. Hey, Matt, it's Dominic. I just want to take the time to wish you a very, very happy 30th anniversary in pro wrestling. I can't thank you enough as a fan growing up and now as a friend, uh, all the enjoyment that you brought to me. And you're such a genuine person uh, and you're thoughtful and it exudes throughout your interactions with everybody from fans to friends to everyone so 
I want to just thank you for the time and it's been an absolute pleasure to get to work with you for these many months and I can't wait for much more to come so you got a heck of a family and you're a heck of a person so thank you Matt hey Matt thank you, happy anniversary 30 years in the wrestling industry that in itself is worthy of applause but or worthy of applause you were one of my favorite tag team partners brother Yes, indeed, in TNA. Now, I didn't mind that I had to carry you to the extent that I did, but, you know, I'm an older, wiser, more experienced guy. But you did. You, you, you came in. You you did your best to try to contribute as much as you could. And who could ask for more in a tag team partner? <laughs> Congratulations, Matt. Hey, Matt. It's Dave Hero. You know that POS indie promoter that took advantage of you when you were a young kid? I just wanted to say congratulations on 30 30 years. 30 years. Can you imagine I mean, 30 years? 30 years. I mean, just what? Two years ago, I got to have an opportunity at AEW with Matt and George Ole. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? 30, 30 years is almost 31, though. Congratulations on almost 31 years in the business, Matt. Wishing <laughs> you the best from your favorite superheroes. What up, Matt? Just wanted to give you a shout out. You know, you've been in the business for so long, and someone like me is really grateful to have a leader and a um, veteran like you in the locker room someone that we can talk to and somebody that we can joke around with and someone that can help us grow and um i just want to congratulate you on all your time and i want to just want to tell you hi boss karate always it's a big hi boss karate from me you already know the vibe you know what's going on thank you matt first name sham Last name Payne. Look, you're gonna have to forgive me wearing this tank top. I just been outside doing some push-ups underneath my car. Look, Matt Hardy, 30 years in the business. You stayed relevant for 30 years because you're a workhorse, man. That's what's got you to where you're at today. And I applaud you, my man. I've got people coming up to me saying, Matt Hardy is a businessman. I said, no, Matt Hardy's not a businessman. Matt Hardy is a business man. Look, brother, I applaud you. I thank you for all you've done for me, and congratulations. Matt Hardy, what can we all say? 30 years. I can only hope to last 30 years in this crazy business. I, I know it's weird seeing me on here, but if you don't remember me and you, and uh, X-Pac were in the first ever AML main event. And uh, I just want to say congratulations on 30 years. You've taught me more than you could ever know about everything. <laughs> But I just want to say congratulations from your boy Zane Dawson and everybody here at AML. Guess what, Matt Hardy? You know, I must love you if I stepped away from my gimmick table to come here and wish you a very happy 30th anniversary, young man, in professional wrestling. Mr. Number One George South saying I love you and your brother, Jeff. Thank you for all the years that I have sold y'all's gimmicks at my table and made a lot of money. I love you, Matt. God bless you. Big money, Matt. Amigo, Matt Hardy, congratulations for your 30 years. Congratulations, my brother. Felicidades por tus 30 años de luchador. Guarda, no pasa nada. Matt, you've done it. 30 years of professional wrestling. You've inspired me. You've inspired a lot of the guys here in AEW, a lot of the guys in WWE, a lot of the guys in pro wrestling, thanks to the work that you and your brother have done. 30 years of professional wrestling. Big money, Matt. Keep on doing it. And let's hope for another 10 years of version one. It's your boys, Mark Quinn, mm. Isaiah Cassidy, yep. Matt Hardy's favorite tag team, and you know that, right? Yep. Your biologicals. Your biologicals, your, 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 your sons. Mm. Your sons, but your sons. Yep. Your sons. Right. But hey, man, 
I heard it's a wrestler anniversary. I want to say congratulations. 30 years. A huge milestone. Facts. Hopefully one day we get to reach that point. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope I'm working in 30 years. Yeah, you got to be working. Facts. Yeah. But yeah, hopefully you wish you uh, another 30 more. Nah, nah, nah. Not another 30 more. You need to... You need to Get some downtime with your kids and your family. You know, you got like a start at five and everything. Start at yeah. four. Sorry, you got to start at four. Uh, well, start at six because, you know. He said 10 to 20 seconds. Oh, uh, well, we, we passed that. Hey, yeah. it doesn't matter. We don't follow rules. Yeah. But anyway, yo, <laughs> happy anniversary mm. from your son's private party. Much love. Hopefully we get booked after this. Hey, Matt. Happy 30 years. Just want to say thank you for all the memories and thank you for being one of the reasons why I am in this business. Hey, Matt. This is for my favorite Swissman. Probably the only Swissman you know. But anyway, congrats on 30 years. Amazing 30 years in this business. And thanks for sharing the room with me so many times. I love every single minute, especially that pop when you guys came back in Orlando. I'll never forget it. This is Josh Eisenberg, formerly of Chair Shot Reality, and I just wanted to congratulate 30 wonderful years for Matt Hardy. Unbelievable. Mattitude, version one, broken Matt, big money Matt, the Hardy Boys, everything you've done, Matt, in your 30-year career is truly incredible. I just want to thank you for all those moments, all those memories, and also for being uh, just wonderful to me and to my family over the many, many years. Anytime I needed something, you always were there to deliver. And I just want to truly thank you and congratulate you on 30 amazing years in this crazy world of professional wrestling. I cannot wait to see what else you have in store for us. What's up? It's Justin Labar, pro wrestling analyst and giver of opinions. Wow. 30 years, Matt Hardy. Congratulations. It has been an absolute joy and a ride for me to get to watch you for 30 years and go from a fan watching you to getting to share a stage, share a mic, even be on the receiving end of a twist of fate a time or two. Uh, it's been a real joy to get to watch you as a fan and even get to know you as a performer and a person. You are truly one of the best in the business. And uh, cheers to you and congratulations. Hey, Matt, it's Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful. I wanted to congratulate you on 30 years in pro wrestling. I've been watching you since about two or three in, whenever the, the Volkov match was on Raw, and watched you dozens of times across Superstars, Wrestling Challenge, uh, and Raw. And I'll never forget when you all got that win on Shotgun Saturday night, and I was like, oh my God, the guys that I've been watching for a couple of years, the guys I've been pulling for on Action Zone picked up a win, and man, quickly you guys became one of my favorite acts in wrestling. And not only that, you were one of the first people to uh, treat me like a human being within wrestling. And I will never forget that. I never forget the way that people treat me and you uh, treat people the right way. Matt Hardy, it's been 30 years since your first day in wrestling. It seems like that, right, my friend? I've known you almost since day one. I am proud to say I'm one of the Omega Originals that you created. So much love and much respect to you for lasting 30 years in this crazy business. Love you, buddy. CW Andrews. You know I love you. I could go on for hours about the things you've done for wrestling, the things you've done for me and your friends, but I think your greatest legacy is going to be the millions of people you have made smile and made their lives special and happy by you wrestling. I think that is the greatest thing you have given to the world. And it is millions all over the world that you have made smile and happy just for being you, Matt Hardy the wrestler. I'm proud to say I know Matt Hardy the man, and I love both. Congratulations, and be well. 
Hey Matt, it's the DMD here and I wanted to congratulate you on 30 years of professional wrestling. I have no idea how you made it that far because I'm less than 10 years and everything's falling apart. You're always, always, always making us laugh. And most importantly, you're always so excited. Your face lights up the second you start talking about your family, your wife and your kids. And that's something that's so infectious. It's something that I can't wait to have someday. And just how you're so dedicated to your family, but you still give your absolute all to AEW, to professional wrestling. It's so, so, so admirable. Hey, uh, Matt Hardy, 30 years in professional wrestling. And I always tell our students here to study you. And not so much that your matches, even though they're awesome, uh, it's studying your business model and your branding and what you've done. Uh, most people, they go somewhere and their name gets changed and all this stuff, but you've done that yourself. You've rebranded yourself over and over again and showed everybody that you are your own business. So everybody get behind me and uh, let's uh, wish Matt Hardy a happy 30 year anniversary in pro wrestling. You ready? Hurry up, guys. We're running here. It's not a fucking jog. Happy anniversary, Matt. What's up? Matthew Moore Hardy. I guess it's a twist of fate since you've been 30 years in the biz. Can't believe it. But no doubt earned, brother. Hey, I just hope you don't have any side effects. And all your side effects are nothing but positive for you, brother. And I remember back in the day, you used to say, uh, Jeff had wires in his neck. Well, I think all the OG boys, Omega, had wires in their neck. Just don't let yours get loose, bro. Much love and respect, and keep up the great attitude from the original Black Skull. Love you, brother. Hey Matt, I just want to say congratulations on your 30th anniversary in professional wrestling. You know, as the years go by, you realize it's not always a destination, but it's who you're traveling with to that destination. And I can tell you of all the people in wrestling today, and even back then, you and Jeff and, and your whole crew were always enjoyable to be around. You were authentic in everything you did, and think about all the stuff you did to change wrestling. I mean, from, from the Carolinas, you and Matt, the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, you guys became synonymous with the tables, matches, ladders, chairs, whatever it took. It was that innovative spirit, that innovative passion you always had, man. That always made you a cool guy. I'm glad I know you. Glad I got to know you and be around you as long as I did. Congratulations. Before I met you, Matt, I was on top of the world. Champion, face of a franchise, lover of many ladies, even one I liked. But uh, since you came into my life, we battled. You won some, I won some. But you took me under your wing. You broke me. You made me miserable. I'm now a complete psychopath, absolute maniac, total cult leader, complete socio, and for that, thank you. Dave LaGreca with Tommy Dreamer, Mark Henry, Bully Ray. And we're celebrating 30 years of professional wrestling for our good friend, Matt Hardy. Mark, what do you think? Matt, congratulations. 30 years, bro. You have made it to a level that most people don't. All right, Tommy. Matt Hardy, since the first time we locked up on a good old episode of Sunday Night Heat, 
We had magic in that ring. And every time I step in that ring with you, I love it. I love watching you as a performer. And 30 years of those Mad Harmony Jimmy legs, man, can't wait for another 30. Bullet. Uh, hey, Matt, how you doing? Uh, my name is Bubba. I know we've never met before, but uh, I want to congratulate you on 30 years. Maybe one day me and you can share a ring together, create some magic, create some history that people will be talking about for the next 100 years. So uh, congratulations, bro. Matt freaking Hardy, what's going on, man? It's Hall of Famer Devon Dudley here. And I just want to say congratulations on a 30-year career. Man, that is incredible. I love you with all my heart, and you're the main reason why I named my third child after you. You were such an inspiration to me. How you conducted business, how you acted in and out of the ring. Bro, I'm your biggest fan. I don't care what anybody else says. But anyway, man, I love you very much, man. Again, congratulations. Matthew, it is uh, the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and uh, I want to congratulate you on 30 magnificent years in wrestling. And I think I've been a part of it in some way, shape, or form for, uh, I guess, 26 of those years. So it was on an honor to share the ring with you, even more of an honor to have you and your brother Jeff as part of my Three Faces of Foley VHS cassette tape. And I'm wishing you nothing but the best in the future. Maddie, Chris Jericho here, uh, just congratulating you on 30 years in the wrestling business. That is unbelievable. Yeah, there's not a lot of us that have made the 30-year uh, club, and here you are, and deservedly so. Always innovating, always upgrading, always updating. You've really figured it out, man, on how to stay relevant in the pro wrestling business after 30 fucking years. Don't take that for granted, man. Trust me, it is, uh, it's quite the accomplishment. More importantly, you're a good guy. One of my favorite people uh, in the business. Always get a pleasure hanging out with you. All the great times we've had and so many more great times to come. So congratulations. I love you, man. I respect you. And uh, you, much like me, have a never-ending addiction to the pro wrestling business and uh, that'll never die and it'll never go away. Matt Hardy will never die. Hologram, baby. <laughs> Cheers, man. Congratulations, dude. I love you. Hey, Matt, congratulations on 30 years in the business. You built an well, incredible hey. legacy, become such an important integral part of this business. It's been so great to watch your wonderful career. Congratulations. Ron and I were there, dropped the titles to you. I think your first WWE Tag Team titles in your hometown. We knew then you guys were going to be mega stars, and you exceeded any expectations that we had. Ron was sitting there watching you one day, and you guys were doing all your flips and all your stuff, and he goes, somebody asked him, so what would you do if, if they called that with you? He said, Tag John. <laughs> so, so glad we worked part of Tables, Ladders, and Jared. You guys did a magnificent job. I hope you have 30 more years. I look forward to watching. Behold, Ace Reporter Gregory Helms live and on yes. the scene. Actually, I'm not live and not on the scene. I'm in a hotel in Miami. You can uh, check out my sweet curtains back here from, from the Jeffrey Dahmer fall collection of patterns. Anyway, my sources have told me that somebody, a special someone, is celebrating 30 years in this industry. That is insane. That is so remarkable, especially considering how untalented you are. You know, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to be funny, but considering like so unathletic and you're just not very good, not very smart, 
for you to overcome all those things and to put in 30 years, that truly, that's true. I love you, dude. I had to. Uh, that's what you get for calling me old, even though I am. You know, that's, that's, that's kind of on me, but that's on you, too. Uh, 30 years, man, you've been awesome. Future Hall of Famer, for sure. You left the business way better than you found it. Uh, you left me way worse than, than before, but, but, but the business is better, and that's why it counts. Love you, buddy. 30 years. That's amazing. Good stuff. 30 years. 30 years of pro wrestling. That's a long time. I know it, I've seen it, and it's come and went for me, man. Old gang Grizzle here, <laughs> grizzed up. Don't get as grizzed as me, man. Enjoy your 30 years, love you, miss you. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Keep pushing, keep grinding, keep killing it. Uh, love to you and your whole family, because it's not just you that did those 30 years, it's everybody connected and involved and around you, man. So uh, congratulations on 30 years, and uh, miss you, and send you all the best. Keep fanging and banging. Keep rocking it, man, peace. Hey, Matt, it's Take. Oh, wow. Man, I just wanted to reach out and say congratulations. Um, 30 years is quite the accomplishment, man. Um, just uh, really amazing. I, I, I remember you and your brother when you first come in back in the day, uh, a couple of teenagers, and now here you are 30 years later. Um, 30 years in any business is an accomplishment, but to stay relevant and and in our industry is is a, is a huge uh, is a really huge accomplishment. And I just wanted to reach out and uh, say congratulations, job well done, and uh, you're a long way from being done. So uh, cool. anyway, buddy, uh, I, ho I hope you're doing well. And again, just uh, from the bottom of my heart, uh, congratulations on an amazing 30 years. Take care. See you soon. I mean, how great is that, Matt? So many people from around the world who you've encountered over these 30 years wanted to go out of their way to wish you congratulations and for good reason. But I also heard at the last minute that there was a special gaggle that had something they wanted to share with you as well. <laughs> Evie, bad girl. All right. Like, can you all make sure your damn faces are in there, please? Do we have to smile? <laughs> Um, okay, where's Evie? Oh, there's Evie. All right, everybody say happy anniversary, Dada. Happy wrestling anniversary. All right, try one more time. Happy wrestling anniversary. Okay, let's try it one more time. <laughs> stop saying random stuff too. Yeah, easy. stop saying random shit. It's Come very on. hard. No Say happy not. wrestling anniversary. Happy wrestling anniversary. Happy wrestling anniversary. Way to go. Okay, congratulations. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Have a good time watching out. Have a good time in your life. Uh, <laughs> Retire. Here's my, here's, here's my advice, okay? For you and the wrestling bit, take two weeks off and retire. Goodbye. <laughs> that unreal, man. Thank you so much. Oh my God. You're that so was, welcome. That was uh that was incredible. I, I'm I'm blown away. You're able to get all that. That's uh how how long have you been working on that? Since May. Oh. Um my favorite part of that is 
when all the kids are saying it and Maxwell says, stop saying random stuff. And Revy says, stop saying random shit. And Wolfie just goes, it's very hard. Yeah. <laughs> That's very well. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, special thanks have to go out to a few people for that. Uh, Wes was able to get those North Carolina guys yeah. and girls out there. And he helped with some of the edits. So thank you, Wes, for that. Uh, believe it or not, Jose came through big time helping out with some of those AEW clips. So that bastard Jose, who we have spent months trashing here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy, uh, he came through. So thank you, Jose, for that. And uh, I'm trying to think there. Uh, Dom was able to help get a few big ones as well. So and as did Josh. So thank you to everyone on the production crew. And uh, yeah, Undertaker was a, a buzzer beater that we were able to get in there. And I'm so happy we were able to get him for you there. That's very cool. Uh, very cool. We, um, yeah, th- thank you guys, Dom, Josh, Wes, John. Thank you guys so much. That was so cool. I'm I'm blown away. Yeah, I'm so happy to hear that. It, I mean, to hear how many people care about you, man. It's the uh, eyes, oh, man. It just makes me appreciate life even more. <laughs> I appreciate life to the greatest extent. I feel like, but uh, it makes me appreciate life even. Any of those? Any of those pop you in particular? Oh my god! It's hard for me to a lot of them. Uh, it's hard for me to look at Carl Anderson without laughing in, in the first place. But when he said, "It's me," whoa! <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's it's me. I, it's just, I mean, we you know we both have four kids and we both have wives that are that are tough. So we we have a lot in common. He, that that was that was fun. All of them did. The Bischoff thing was very funny too about us. Yes. Our undefeated tag team run that we went on when we defeated the Bucks of Youth. We uh, tried so hard to get Manny Fernandez. I searched up every single which way for five months, and I found a contact, but we unfortunately did not hear back. There were a few that we weren't able to get that I, I really would have loved to have had. Um, there were a few who said happy birthday instead of happy 30th anniversary, but we were able to... We were able to work with that just a little bit but uh <laughs> all things considered i was very that, happy that, that was, that, i mean that was phenomenal that was incredible i'm glad Th- thank you thank you for organizing all that and orchestrating it that, that was incredible i mean i'm just uh what a, what a great day what a great day what's just so cool about it for me is you know having an opportunity to do this podcast with you i would have not have known that some of those people going into this had a connection to you or had that personal connection to you and so as we've told these great stories here on this podcast i said oh you know matt matt has a connection to that person and uh, those are the cool little nuggets that i like learning about as we do these episodes and there really are just so many people off so many different walks of life that you've been able to interact with and work with in professional wrestling uh there was one that i couldn't get uh, in that, but I'm going to try to make sure that we can get it in the final edit that we'll throw up online. Gangrel sent one in as well that no. his his file was not working live. So don't worry. I, I promised Dave, I said I got no heat. We'll, uh, we'll make sure that we get that yeah. in there as well. But uh, and I did make we made a last second effort to try to get Dwayne. And uh, he's doing Black Adam promotional work this week, but he and Brian Gewirtz send their best to you, and congratulations. Oh, that's cool. So, Very cool. So, yes. Um, just wanted you to know that. Um, so cool. I'm so glad that you enjoyed that. And oh, my we're God. All- that, 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 yeah. that, was, that was just tremendous, man. That was that's awesome. Great. Um, I did ask some people out there 
in the internet world to send in some hashtag thank you Matt messages as we wrap things up here. So I want to read a few of those to you if you're okay with that. Yeah. Uh, Coach Rosie, big fan of the show, as you know, this is Matt. You're the definition of what hard work and dedication to your craft is. For 30 years, you've been able to adjust to always be successful. Most importantly, you're a great family man. Congratulations on 30 great years and many more to come. Uh, you know that he's a big fan of yours. Yeah, very, very uh, at Extreme V1 says, I just want to say thank you to my sensei, Matt Hardy, for being such an incredible hero of mine. Not only did he entertain me with his in-ring work, he taught me a lot with life and helped me see things differently. Always using his quotes as a motivation, helped me to never say die and have an absolute unbreakable will. I will always try to approach things the Matt Hardy way. I'm going to run out of words to express my gratitude, but all I'm going to say is that I'm extremely proud to be a Matt Hardy guy. Thank you. Uh, Zoe Lopez says, thank you, Matt, for not only the hours upon hours of entertainment, but also for being an inspiration in how to navigate career and personal changes and challenges. Uh, Bryant says, thank you, Matt, for letting me believe I can be the best version of myself. Seeing everything you have overcome has been an inspiration to me and helps me believe that I can do anything. I thank you for the memories and the courage you show in and out of the ring to inspire me every day. Uh, at Hardy Army says, Thank you, Matt, for being an integral part of my childhood. Not all superheroes wear capes. Some lace up their boots and jump off ladders and are made superheroes by a twist of fate, which I thought was a really well-written Thank one. you, Hardy, Hardy Army. She's a, she's a, a great individual. So uh, I, I love interacting with uh, with Hardy Army. She's, she's a, she's a long-time uh, OG, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and... Uh, there's just so many that we got. Uh, those are just some of the few highlights. But, man, 30 years. 30 years. Congratulations on behalf of all of us. We are so Thank grateful for you. You know how important you've been to my pro wrestling journey. And I said in the clip, but I so wholeheartedly mean it is just the ultimate privilege to get a chance to do this project with you. And I thank you for uh, taking five minutes out of your time that one night more than a year ago at near 1 a.m. to hear my pitch out. It's <laughs> it's incredibly, incredibly appreciated. And it's a blast. You, uh, you pour so much love into this. And thank you, John. I, I really enjoy it. It's been great doing this project with you, doing the podcast and, and just getting to know you on a personal level. And it's been, been thank you. Likewise. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's all I got here for your brothers. Anything else you want to say to the fans, the friends, the family, as you celebrate 30 years in wrestling and hopefully many more. Yeah. I mean, I just thank you all so much. I mean, I'm just, I'm humbled. I mean, I, I, I feel so lucky to be doing what I'm doing. It's just to hear from so many different people that, care about you or you share bond with and and it it's just a mutual feeling where it's it's a, this great friendship on both sides it just it just makes me feel all warm and mushy inside it it, it really does it, it makes my day i mean that, that video was tremendous and thank you it made my day it, it touched me you have me breaking down and crying here well we we appreciate you man and you you just have impacted the pro wrestling world in, in such a meaningful way and uh, we're grateful for you brother and if you're further grateful for matt hardy the best way you can support the show of course is leaving us a review how many stars should that review be matt i would suggest five cinco five cinco five star review like bmw 111102 who says matt hardy's 
uh, disqualification finish tonight will be outside. He says, I'm literally just listening to this show right now. Matt just said something that resonated with me a little. He talked about his struggles and come up. And not to get too deep, but it was inspiring. He also says podcast was a labor of love, and he and John enjoyed doing it. I must say it's not hard to tell. This podcast is so good and goes so in-depth on so many different topics. I feel like it centers around Matt and his wrestling career, obviously, but also covers so many other things in life. Great show, great team, 10 stars if I could. The ace stars, Matt Hardy. Uh, so thank you for that great review. Uh, Cameron got his personal video from us last week, and he told me how much he appreciated that. We'll do another giveaway soon. So uh, that's that's all I got for you, man. Anything else you want to add? Great. Uh, just everyone who sent a video in, everyone who sent a, a comment in to kind of celebrate me being in this crazy, insane industry for 30 years. Thank you all so much. Uh, I'm just grateful for everyone. You know, so cool too. We got the the gaggle of children and Queen Rebecca on there, uh, dude. Just this has made my day. And it's been a great day. It's been a, a great 30 year anniversary celebration. Thank you all so much. Well, cheers to you, my friend. The words have been spoken. Things are definitely broken after that. We'll see you next week right here on the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy. Adios.